a first for us. We're doing a podcast in straight jackets because we're in the asylum because it's the Bennett Brothers podcast for the Moon Knight TV series, episode five, Asylum. There's always method to our madness, the multiverse of madness. Now that doesn't tie in, but I'm still Jerry Bennett. And I'm Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining us. I'm in a, Jerry's in a straight jacket. I'm in a curved jacket. This is, this is very comfortable, actually. <laughs> No, we're going to talk about the latest episode. We're going to spoil the heck out of it. So if you don't want to be spoiled, go watch it, come back, and then join the conversation at facebook.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at Bennett Bros Pod. Why are you shaking your head now? I'm just laughing. <laughs> at the curb? At the curb? No, no, that wasn't. No. Your, your, your music. Do we need some music right yeah, now? Joel will now provide house music. Go ahead, Joel. <laughs> He just blew the speakers out. That was all done with his voice. It was, I don't know why that made us laugh. It did. I don't know. We're glad it was my voice and not like my butt or something. <laughs> <laughs> or go to, <laughs> to uh, I think you'll go to those places I always tell you to go to. All, or, and also go to uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast and help us out with those mini casts that we have over there. You donate to us and you get mini casts, and that helps us out. and just makes us feel good. One of our patrons, Tim Curtis, suggested that we do a podcast, minicast, on the state of superhero movies if there's too much. Saturate, oversaturation. Which I don't think there is. I think that's a... I, but, I mean, it's you know an what, interesting you know, conversation to have. The, the feel for I, that and is... And how I feel it, I don't think it is, mm-hmm. but versus well, the argument because the biggest Because the biggest movies out there right now are superhero movies, so it feels like there's an oversaturation because those are the movies everyone's talking about. I mean, there could... there's You know what there is? There's at least 20 horror movies coming out in the next, like, three months, but they're all going to be low budget or not going to hear about them, But and we don't say it's oversaturated because... Or when there was Westerns, just, or when yeah. there was Gangster, or when there was Sci-Fi, or there was Space... Or whatever, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's it, a ton it's of worth, genres It's worth out having a conversation. Right we can we'll, yeah, we'll sure. probably do that again. Become a patron. You can suggest stuff. We'll talk about stuff. It's weird that way. I know it's crazy. It's wild. So we're going to talk about the latest episode. We're going to touch a bit of news. Uh, Jerry, uh, as he does, he was turned on E Entertainment Weekly, and uh, he he always watches the red carpet events for everything. He no, loves God, the dresses. God, no. He loves the. God, he no. loves what are they wearing? No, you, no, no. <laughs> you did mention you were watching the Doctor. I only Strange. watch shows that start with a. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Didn't really work for you, did I it? don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do it. Now it sounds like you got bad plumbing. <laughs> I am. Well, uh, you know, depends on how much cheese you have. All right. Uh, yes, news wise, I thought it was interesting on the red carpet while I was literally doing three other things the Doctor Who, Doctor Who, <laughs> Doctor Strange red carpet. The only part that I actually listened to was with Kevin Feige up there. And he did make a statement regarding that the play of events happening forward he officially stated this was the reason we are into going with doctor strange which was coming from spider-man but what happened in spider-man he said it, the reason the spell didn't work doctor strange takes you know benedict cumberbatch has taken a lot of hits like people are going hey why did you do that it was a terrible spell and why defend your character and kevin feige says yeah he didn't know that loki had killed off Basically, Kang, Kang, not well, whatever he was called, the man, uh, the the one who's Kang, whatever. So he killed him <laughs> off. Him and Sylvie killed him off, and that's what ca- he goes. That's what caused it. He said this, and the guy doing the count, the count, uh, the front was like, "Oh, did we just get an exclusive?" He's like, "No." He's like, "No, I think we did." Like this is officially from the head dog saying the reason Spider Man No Way Home 
caused that problem, which in turn was going to be the multiverse. It's not because Doctor Strange did something. He messed know, up a spell or something. You know, yeah, which, you know, again, you can blame it on, like, well, Wanda, she's done all this. No, it's not about that. So I thought that was an interesting fact. Because we talked about that before, uh, you know, even before Doctor Strange came out. We, we hypothesized that maybe this is a different Doctor Strange doing this spell. Because why would he do this spell? It seems so, it seems so childish and so uh, not responsible, you know. But he... That's cool to hear that. I did not. I did not hear that. Yeah, he did say that. Nor did I know there was a red carpet that you could. Uh, well, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. I go on YouTube. All of a sudden, recommendations. Hey, the, uh, the 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 red carpet's going on live now. So I looked, and it was already going on. So I just round back, looked at it, like, okay, get it. yeah, it's fine. Oh, there's Kevin Feige. Listen to that part, and that was about it. All right. So. Well, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. We got release dates for Quantum Mania and the Marvels next year. So that'll be well. Fun. They swapped. Yeah, one went to January, February, and the other one went to July, whatever. Oh, so I'm looking forward to next year. That's some good stuff coming. They move Ant Man and the Wasp forward for, because they're farther along in post production, and it's not going to affect anything. So reviews reviews are coming out for early good reviews stuff. for Doctor Strange. I've read good stuff. I've read both, and I'm kind of glad. I don't want to read. I want to come into this low. I like. Mm-hmm. I don't like going in big like, oh, this is gonna be the greatest thing ever because I get disappointed. So I like the fact that there's like eh, maybe it's. Uh, I heard not for know, kids. It's got good horror elements and Sam Raimi. You know, I think we're love gonna that. love it. I think we're gonna love mm-hmm. it. I heard cameos are Not awesome. Not as good as Morbius, they said. Oh well, <laughs> what can we? I mean, really. I heard it's a weird movie, but a brilliant movie at the same time. So, you're gonna get our reactions to that uh, in a podcast probably next week sometime maybe sunday monday we'll see how it goes <laughs> we were going to do it on thursday but i have scheduled work well, and so i think I we also it probably thursday. will do moon night six before we yes. do that so you're going to get you're going to get an overload of podcasts from us too yeah. <laughs> overloaded so that's uh, all what, the news one thing we, we, got we more made, well i think one news. thing we one thing we were wrong about last week and we both heard it from the same source that was not a skeletor yes. figure it yep. was a moon night action yep. figure yeah we, we, we went to the moon wrong night source legends. we listened Boo on that we didn't source. do we, well. Boo on us too. We didn't do our research. We didn't compare the figure to other figures that are out there. We should have <laughs> go figure. We should have went to the store, bought up all the Marvel Legends and things like that. But it was a Marvel Legends and Moon Knight action figure that they distressed a little bit to uh, for the scene. So thank you for mentioning that, Jerry. I was I wanted to mention that as well. Yeah. See, the set photos came out for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and they finally. I thought this is a stupid thing, but they showed that they're actually wearing comic accurate costumes for the first time uh rocket has worn them but now we're seeing star lord and mantis wearing it i thought that was kind of cool yes exactly he's naked (laughs) and i believe that's it until i remember something later that's fine that's fine so let's 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 get in the episode here we watched this separately again moon knight episode five asylum not the asylum asylum we have passed the halfway point this was a all credits included 50 minute episode Oh, this is one other thing I want to say because it ties into all of this, and it's something I speculated on. Knowing earlier in the week they said, okay, the, the, the sixth and final episode, which is coming up in a day or two from here, is only going to be 48 minutes. It's going to be shorter. I'm like, wait, what? And that was the first part I thought, well, hang on a second. Maybe this is not a lim- – even though they've said it's a limited series, and they've, I guess they've touted it towards the Emmys as being a limited series if there was – how are they going to state it? What if it's not a series, a limited series? What if it's a season? which would make more sense because there's a lot of questions to answer to get us to where we need to be, however that is. And especially since we're introducing names in this episode like Bushman, which we'll talk about later in the episode. So I thought, well, maybe this is the end of season one only. And this will be the second series after Loki, which will continue, which would make sense if they wanted to go that route. Even though 
Oscar Isaacs has said that he didn't sign up for more, which could have been a whole bunch of lies. Anyways, well, what happened on today on the official Twitter Twitter feed, Twitter feed, Twitter feed from the Marvel? Carpet, yes, they had actually said, you know, get ready for the series finale of Moon Knight, and then they updated that and they said season finale. Hmm. So again, it doesn't. It's not official, but it's official. But I think this. I'm excited, and hopefully, we'll know. Well, we'll know in you know not that long from now. If it is going to be a season two, the way they kind of announced Loki at the end, so there's precedent want a season for season two, or do you want a movie? I want a season two. Season two? There's okay. enough movies, and there's only so many windows for the movies. Sure. So like this is working as a longer form storyline. I mean, who knows? Honestly, if you're going to keep the budget like this and everything, I just have my Marvel show every week. You know, just a, just a, you know an hour each week of whatever's going to happen. That'd be fine. That's fine. You know, the hour long Star. Would you watch the hour long Star Wars a week? Now it's an hour long movie. I need the I need the Marvel Channel. I need the Star Wars Channel, and that's just what I want. I don't have to watch other things. A DC Channel? Sure. <laughs> Something you got to do on a Sunday night. All right. So, Asylum, Joel. Asylum, two meanings. Either the asylum, where uh, it's a, a nut house, is the uh, the inappro- inappropriate term for it, or you're seeking asylum from something. What did you well, think? What did I think? I thought this is good stuff. Um, I really like this. This is, I think, the actually according to the IMDb IMDb viewer ratings, I think this is the highest rated episode. People really love this episode. I thought it was good. I mean, yeah, this is the highest rated episode by eight one eight one seven seven eight four nine one. So that like yeah, is that this, because there's more viewers catching on to it, or is there because there's less viewers, so the ratings are less? I don't the people know. I mean, who this is, the people who would have voted down earlier are less, and all of a sudden the ones who are staying there. But I mean, this still started out with an eight one, so and it is also I've read that it's the most popular show on television right now. Yeah, and they don't, and it's like you think that would be something that's advertised, but because of streamings and ratings yeah. and how it's done, it's like, you know. Where are they going to advertise it? On the radio? <laughs> Buy <laughs> Disney Plus to watch it, like, in commercials? Well, I mean, they advertise it on, online if they wanted to, in, you know, on Hollywood Reporter and I Deadline. Think, but you but, did read it somewhere to find out that it was the highest. So they wow, did advertise well, look it. look at that. <laughs> what they can't do these days. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I like this episode a lot. There's a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. It looks good. It feels good. Yeah, no, this is good <laughs> stuff. I mean, uh, this had the feels at the end. This actually had the oh, feels yeah. at the end, so I, I'm, I'm. There's a lot to dissect here. There's a lot of Easter eggs. I don't think we're going to get into all the Easter eggs because you can go anywhere on the internet and find Easter eggs. But we have some stuff to talk about. And uh, what do you think? This was another great episode. It's another chapter. I, I guess the only way to talk about it is like there's the level of quality that's all right along, you know, at high level, and it only is is. I think that level of a show r- rating an episode or talking about how it is. It goes from being it's right there maintaining as good as it always is. It's it has or it has an incredible moment that takes it above, or for some reason it just drops hard. And so this one stays right at that same level. More Moon Knight that would be lovely. We do get to see a little bit more Moon Knight, but I'm you know, but there's enough going on and enough complexity in it that I'm okay with it. I would assume you're going to see him in the last episode. You know, suit up again. We'll we'll hopefully see that. Also, I will say that Oscar Isaac is doing incredible work now this episode alone just the the emotion that he conveys at several different points as both mark as both steven as jake whatever you want to say he's just i mean the emotion on his face and the looks when he's hitting those walls of reality of like don't don't call my mom on the phone don't call my mom don't don't do it don't she would and the look on his face or when mark when he realizes he's going to go into that you know go into the room and just just the power of that. There's like a there's like a five minute sequence from when the, the the phone call to the street scene, and he plays two different versions of himself, and they're both so emotional. And he's playing off himself in some of it, 
it's it's a tour de force. And not only that, you when you're watching, you forget that it's the same person, the same actor playing both those parts. At you least do I get, did. Yeah, you do get. You little... fall into that. Yeah, it comes back out because we're. I'm hoping we're... he shows up as Apocalypse at some point. Ooh, wouldn't mm. that be great if he shows up in in the uh, Multiverse of Madness as Apocalypse? <laughs> or Poe Dameron? What if he shows up there? We cross over Star Wars and Marvel. Hey, buddy! <laughs> no, I. It, but there are moments when the acting is so good that you forget that it's two different. That's yeah. the same actor playing both parts. The the special effects are good. That split screen stuff. I mean, it's not split screen anymore. It's just. It's walking in front of a green yeah. screen. <laughs> right it's it, the volume they're walking in front of the volume maybe i don't know if well i would say the one in the, the foreground volume. the one that's walking in front of the other one can't be walking in front of the volume unless they filmed the volume the first time with him in it and then he's walking in front that's of magic. it magic it's all magic jerry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah good tour de force i think i think this if if in wandavision um uh olsen uh what's uh you know the, the scarlet witch scarlet witch yes if she can get nominated for an award like he i think he might be up for an award for this one and i, mean, I this is good again stuff. again i, I know don't awards don't care awards don't, I, I love they the, don't, I, we need to keep dismissing it like who cares well I, I, I agree with you i am looking forward to him winning the people's choice award and if we can bring back the blockbuster video awards that would be good or the pinnacle the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. If we're going to talk about awards, let's lay it all even because at, in the, in reality, they all have the same amount of value to believe. me, to me, or to the general public as far as ratings goes. It means nothing. I, I do what believe. I want, I want I want Ricky Gervais to come do, back for the Golden Globes. I do believe. I remember you saying maybe how long's. Maybe it's been 13 minutes. Maybe it was like eight minutes ago about how they want to do call it a series so we can get the Emmy nominations. Oh, I didn't agree with it, but I understand not, it, yeah. I'm not saying you should agree with it. You brought no, it up as I, a thing they want to do. and it, That's their stupidity. It, I don't care about the awards anymore. Having you know, having made that statement, I do watch a couple of them because I'm looking, the, I, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm, look, I'm looking for the... Uh, the the Will, slips, the Will Smith slaps. Yeah, I well, get no, it. I'm actually looking for the, the, the jokes in between. And then I'm looking for the old Hollywood stuff about you know the real part about uh, the, the the making of film and everything. Sounds you know, like the you history really like of it. these award show stuff. Just the Golden <laughs> Globes. I think those are the ones that we should be talking about. And again, you know, Kids Choice with you know green on the head. I think that says Kids it all. Choice or the Nickelodeon People's Choice of Kids yeah. at the Globes. There you go. Okay. You feel better uh, about that? No. Okay. <laughs> Episode five opens up with a shot of a cave filling up with water. When, of course, you're first watching the episode, you have no idea what this is, but it plays out later. And it's quickly followed up by a shot of a woman, we find out is the mom, screaming, it's all your fault. Boom. And we cut to a close-up of his face screaming. And he is in the Putnam Medical Facility, which is the office where Dr. Harrow is at, which is also from the comic book, the Putnam Medical Facility in Chicago. Chicago. Well, he's also a character has always been in Chicago, and we see much evidence of this when we see a bunch of Cubs and sports stuff in his childhood room. There's a weird selfishness I get to that kind of stuff. Uh, it's I don't like, hear no, 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 not the stop. I'm saying like Chicago, like like Princess Bride when he has when he's wearing the Walter Payton jersey and there's selfishness kind of, or pride, both. I say pride. I think, I think well, pride, yeah, pride works too. But I, there's something about that I'm like, I, which is funny because. I think we've just recently, I recently mentioned in one of our podcasts, which you can go to benupbrotherspodcast.wordpress.com to get the previous podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I talked about how it would be nice to have a superhero from Chicago or in Chicago and doing stuff around the city. And like, we only got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the season, the the series finale. That's based on the comic books, which is either have fictional cities or they have New York. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so it, obviously in the MCU, we have a lot of L.A. stuff and we have a lot of New York stuff. It, it would just be nice to have some, and this is a little bit of a nod. That being said, he's not going to be fighting in Chicago anytime soon. Instead, we get the Transformers fighting in Chicago. Yeah, there's the connection. No, there's no connection there. All right, keep okay, going. Okay, so this brings <laughs> up our first interesting point here. Is By the way, Putnam uh, is, Hospital is not a real hospital around the area that I'm aware of. And well, I know my hospitals around the area. Well, seeing the way it's designed on the inside, that would be. I'd want to go there as a tour. Like, <laughs> let me check out this office. Yeah, absolutely. So the face that we see screaming here is a little different than what we've seen before. This face, this face, is a little more bloodied up. He's got his nose is bandaged and cut, like it either gotten broken or stitched up. He looks a little angrier. And I've heard comments saying that his accent sounds a little different. And I, on the second time watching it, maybe. I don't know if that's a stretch or not. Maybe it's a little different. Maybe it's a little more aggressive. And so the speculation is is this is actually the character of Jake. Last name I'm not thinking Lockley. of. Something like that. He's the cab driver from the character and the more violent of the personas of Mark Spector. And if this is who we see, this might be another time we've actually seen his character. And I think that's really interesting because it works. Even though he's very aware of what's going on, You know, he knows about... You know, they talk about the hippo versus the rhino. So he's he's aware. It's not like this character is waking up like Stephen or Mark sometimes going, hey, what's going on? He's aware of the other mm-hmm. ones. I think that's really interesting. Again, the fact that there's a third persona that I would be shy. I mean, sometimes when we do these things, we go like, hey, at the end, it's going to be Mephisto. It's got to be Mephisto. It's not Mephisto. Mm-hmm. But we're so we're so sure. Well, we know this, this we know, feels we know, like this really has to happen. We absolutely 100% know there's a third person because there is a moment when Mark blacks out and he comes to life I and know. people are dead and he goes, "Was that you?" And he's like, "That wasn't me." So there's a there is a third persona. We know that for a fact. And in the final, unless Mark is lying, but that would be in odd. the final. Do you introduce that early in the final so that all of a sudden we can see these moments that we've missed, or if we're going towards a season one to season two thing, do you end the season? He has this whole confrontation with Harrow in the final. Whatever's going to go there, but then at the very end, you know, he he changes and Layla goes, "Oh, we did it, Mark. You did it good." And we turn, Mark. I'm not Mark. I'm Jake. Boom, boom, boom. Season two coming in two years. You know, is that mm-hmm. is that the twist? And people go, "Now I you know, is that the pull to come there?" I don't know. Or, or the more important question: Is he a cab driver or is he an Uber driver? I believe he's Lyft. Oh, but anyways, wow. he gets a little—he gets a, he gets a, a little mustache. aggression here. He picks up that that paperweight that could literally, you know, the diamond shape that mm-hmm. could kill somebody. But he gets drugged, boom, and that makes him wake up. And then we're cut back into drugged the, by the police officers. We're, we're getting yes, we're getting back to the, the scene of the screaming hippo. Oh, I did read on the somewhere because so Arthur's there. What do you think? Is he is he Ned Flanders or is he Stanley? Yeah, it's Ned Flanders. He's Ned Flanders. He yeah. looks like Ned Flanders. Yeah, he talks I, like Ned. You know, okay, do okay, do. Yep. <laughs> oh, hey, Elmer. Um, but yeah, as opposed to you know, you know, uh, you know, doing Stan Lee, you know, Excelsior, True Believers. Yeah, that's a whole New Jersey, you know, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, whatever you want to call it. So back to the screaming hippo. Tarret. How do you pronounce this? Uh, wow, I had it last week, and now you're asking. Tarret. Uh, anyway, yeah, sure. close enough. She's reading from the cards, kind of funny. The character's doing that. Uh, and we find out that they're in the realm of the Duat, an afterlife, but not the afterlife. And this is a conversation she has. She starts talking about you should see the ancestral plane, it is gorgeous. And that's referring to the realm of the dead that we get a glimpse of in Black Panther. So they, they, they acknowledge that there are multiple afterlives, which I thought that was good. 
Uh, Mark makes a comment that Dr. Harrow was yeah, right. That, well, that, go back to that real fast. Like, that's a really interesting concept because we've talked about that on this podcast for a long time. And you mentioned it in the comic books how there's time traveling, but they never go back to year zero. Like there's a cloud around it. Like this afterlife sort of thing. And obviously we have we talked about it the, last week too, the Norse gods. You know, you have Thor and They're Odin aliens, and all that. The Greek we, gods. We, Greek gods are the, which eter- the Eternals, which are they're supposedly inspired the Greek gods. How's that going to play out? Are gods or like, so like the idea of what are these different planes? And it's cool that they're bringing them in. I'm wondering There's multiple where Satans. But I'm wondering, Mephisto, yeah. Mephisto is just one of the demons that says he's Satan. And they, they write in the stories like, he thinks he's the big one. That one thinks it's the big one. This one? Well, that's the son of Satan. That's a different character. That's Damien Hellstrom. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I, I love that they're delving into this. And they're not like playing it up for jokes. They're going, this is a real thing that exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Cool. Yeah. Mark talks about Dr. Harrow being right, and Stephen's like, doctor? So then we find out that they burst through the drawer, and we see that they are on a ship, a, a boat. Uh, they actually are in the underworld, and they're going to Aru, which is where they will see the Fields of Reeds. Field of Reeds. Not to be confused with the Council of Reeds, which is the Reed Richards of Fantastic Four. That's the Council of Reeds, which I think that would be cool, too. But the Field of Reeds would just be a Field of Reed Richards. I always think of Field of Reeds. I always think of uh, Gladiator when he's walking towards his family. He's in the field of reeds. Okay. Sure. That's wheat. Or wheat. Fields, field of, of, wheat. fields of gold. Sting song. Could be that. They have the sequence where she grabs <laughs> the heart. Don't stand so close to Sting. <laughs> Don't stand so close to Sting. Uh, and we, we find out about the whole, the scales are not balancing. Mm-hmm. So uh, then they go, well, go get in there and learn and balance you guys out. So they go back she, into they the asylum. To, it's, a time, it's a time thing this episode. They have to balance it before they arrive. Otherwise, they're destined to be stuck there or go to hell or whatever. Whatever time is in this realm. Mm-hmm. Are they there for days? Is the body, it's, a, it's a distance thing. Is it's, the it's body breathing out? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, you know, I love that Mark's like, yeah, kill the hippo, steal the boat. That's an interesting yeah. premise. Uh, also, again, uh, we, I mentioned this last week, and I want to bring it up again because I was hoping that they were going to keep the special effects at a good level. The hippo looks great. Looks Absolutely. great. At no the point, ear twitches. At no point did I go, that, that, that stands out. The special effects don't blend in with the world. It blended in perfectly. And nobody online has shown pictures of that thing and also played the theme, Hungry, Hungry Hippos. I'm shocked. I was waiting for playing nobody Hungry, online Hungry Hippos. Until now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the scales are not balancing because the hearts are not full. They need to full. They need to basically, what, basically the bottom line is we all know is like, okay, this is the point where our two characters, all cards on the table. We have to learn, you know, you know what's inside the box. What's in the box? So this made me question though if there's a third personality why don't they have to weigh the third personality hard in there as well but is, is that because jake is the third as the third personality already knows everything these two don't know any these two, these two don't have the full picture it, i don't know it's it's, it, a question. It, it's a question when they first talked that they weren't balancing i thought that they were leading towards yeah we need a third one that seemed like what it, what it's mm-hmm. supposed to be it really did especially since we saw the third sarcophagus yep but or again, second sarcophagus if you but will. again i'm okay with it uh, yeah. You know, if they don't if they don't ever go back to this, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. So we're kind of looking at different rooms, and we see memories of the first bathroom fight. We see when they're moving the stars, mm-hmm. and they're doing that. And we also see a street scene, which Mark says, I don't know what that is, and Stephen says, that'll play out later. And then which we is cu- great. And then I we, love that. Then we cut to what Stephen calls the creepy calf with the dead bodies. It's the cafeteria with all these dead bodies in there, which I thought would have been great if a couple, like, when he's... I would have loved... I mean, it works out great. But as they were walking that way, I wish, like, the heads would just... Just move with them. Something creepy. Yeah, like they look that. great. They yeah. look great. And he realizes that obviously these are all the people he's killed. And I do like the fact that Stephen goes, "You remember him?" It's like you kill somebody. See how you, you know, which I thought was really good. He sees a boy, and he chases. Uh, Stephen chases after the boy. Mark gets locked out so that Stephen is there, and he's with the family. And 
I'm trying to think with this cave, where are they? This is obviously the family of Mark and his Chicago. brother and his parents. Where is this cave know. at in it's Chicago? Cave of the Moons. It's Cave of the Moons. Oh, where they, where they walk towards it because it's within walking distance of the house? Where is this cave? Initially, I was in my head. I was thinking it it's New York to, and it Central Park. It doesn't have to be Chicago either, though. I know, but that, well, I mean, that would have been nice to know. Like, where but, are they? But he is a Chicago Like, in his room, he has Chicago stuff up. So he has to be within the Chicago land. But again, he's a Cubs fan. And we know WGN broadcast all over the place, so it could be anywhere. Or it could be Southern Illinois. It's Chicago. It could be Southern Illinois, too. It's flat down there. There's nothing but cornfields. There's, there's caves in, down in Southern Illinois. They have two caves. Uh, there's, um, <laughs> uh, what is, uh, Starved Rock is out here. That It's not a cave area, but it's mountainous. Could have gone north. It could be an eagle cave. Yeah. I like Cave of the Moons. <laughs> all right. For those of you who are listening to this, they were not in the United States. This is... So we see his brother Randall, or as he referred to as Roro, which is a no-no. Uh, rain comes down. Mar- Stephen walks on a bird skeleton, which looks just like Kofu, Goshu, Kafu. It's Kanshu. Kanshu, yeah. All right. Uh, and then we get to the cave. Well, this is this this just little thing when he steps on it. And he, is this where, is it meant to look like the Kanshu? Oh, absolutely. Or, or did he create Kanshu because of this moment and he sees that? Oh, now that's interesting. Although we see... I think Kanshu's real. I don't think this is all in just as an No, I know, but I'm, I wonder if the shape of Kanshu that he sees is designed from that memory of that moment yeah. as opposed to Kanshu may appear slightly different as a different bird entity or, or what Any entity. You know, yeah. Who knows? And obviously we know that the, the kid dies in the... Water, yes. you know, which drowns in a cave. Was like got to be one of the worst ways to go. <laughs> yeah. Get to the funeral, and the mom is blaming Mark for this again. Let's let's figure this out. Mark is at oldest eleven here, maybe even ten. But let's say he's eleven. So Roro, let's say Roro's eight. Maybe there's like three years difference, and it's one of those ones where as this scene is happening, and you know, and you and you you see what you you, you see the sadness of it and how she blames him and the father, you know, it's one of those things where he, later on in the episode, when, when, when Mark leaves to go join the military, he goes to his father and he later says, he goes, he goes, why didn't you do anything? And then the father doesn't answer because at any point you want somebody to go, Hey, tell her, you know, when he goes, she goes, it's your fault. You, you want to, as, as an adult to me, even though I understand this is a grieving mother, I want, when she goes, she goes, this is your fault. I want Mark to go, no, it's your fault. I'm 11. What did you? Why didn't you save him? Why did you let me go out? Why did you, you, you? Maybe the mama kills herself and he feels even worse. But at the same time, you know, screw her. Mm-hmm. She's she's a terrible person. I mean, I know she's got instant you know issues. I blame the father. Father should be stepping up. And he, and, he, and the father is wishy washy and does nothing. Again, this is through his memory, so who knows? Uh, is is the father? Doesn't he also play a detective in Morbius? I don't believe that's the same act. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. He has that goofy. He has a goofy look to him. He's a goofy looking dude. But but that being said, he kind of looks like he could be (laughs) uh, Oscar Isaac's dad, like in that weird way. He has that. Like they did a good job casting him. I just think it's funny. He kind of looks like uh, the detective from Morbius. So we go up many many stairs in this loft. We keep coming to the same floor, and we're seeing different birthday parties, and we're seeing the tragedy of his childhood. And eventually, you know, this is all through Stephen's eyes. And eventually, Stephen gets up to the top where he's going to be following. Uh, young Mark into the room, but he gets pulled out because he's not ready to go into that room yet. They don't make it in. And we cut to Mark, who's about 18, I'm guess, leaving to go to the military. Can I throw you a good fun fact that I just discovered? Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so the actor who plays his dad is 
uh, Ray Lucas, Elias Spector, I believe is the name of the dad, is uh, the actress Ray Lucas, who also played Detective Thomas Concion. Uh, uh, oh, wow, it's been a while. From Luke Cage. So there you go. He's already been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, wow. I uh, wonder how big that role was. Not, by, by wondering, I mean, I really don't care. Right yeah, now. I know you don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's, no, it's interesting, but... So Mark leaves for the military, which then drags our two characters of Stephen and Mark to the desert where we see where Layla's father was killed. And we get the backstory of the fact that he was a mercenary. And we find out that he had gone... Mark had gone... He's like, you were a mercenary. And he go, the Mark says that he went AOL... You go a, you a, you a, mean, a, a, a wall, not AOL. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if you want American America. Damn online. you, autocorrect! <laughs> it got me again. So, anyways, he goes AOL, and then he goes, and then he goes, you got mail. Yeah, no. Jesus, get out of here. <laughs> but he says you can't go a wall in a fugue state. What does that mean? Why was he in a fugue state? Is that because he was tra- transferring mentally, back men- mentally unstable? So that means. So that means he was. Probably having issues in the military, switching personalities at oh, some yeah. point. Maybe with obviously, Jake. obviously he went Maybe in Jake. the military long enough to become successful in it, and then at some point he did that, and so he got discharged from the military, mm-hmm. and then he went to work for his old CO, his commanding officer, Bushman. Joel, who's Bushman? I believe uh, this is going to be funny. It's an Australia thing. Not it's, be no, I have no idea who Bushman is. Bushman is in the comic books a major villain of Moon Knight. And this, and it's been played differently slightly here and there. And I don't want to get into the deep of it because we're going to find out. You don't introduce that name unless you know that this character. That's another thing. I think that could be a whole second season where we find out who Bushman is as a villain who eventually gets, I'm not sure, strength or powers because I'm not a huge Moon Knight guy other than that character is primarily in the Moon Knight comic books. I'm not even sure if it's alive or not, again, because comics. But he uh, made the decision that there would be no witnesses. So we already kind of heard this from Mark's position in the previous episode mm-hmm. about what happens. So he gets shot, obviously, and everybody's dead. And we see this temple there. And when our two intrepid dead people go in to follow to see what Mark's going to be killing himself, but then we hear Conchu's voice saying, what a waste. And he can feel the pain inside of him and that he's searching for a warrior. Uh, but your mind is fractured, it's broken, and you would be a worthy candidate at this time. As in, you're not going to be my guy forever, but right now you'll, you'll, fill, you'll fit the bill. And he goes, hey, swear, are you going to please, you know, swear to protect the travelers of the night? And uh, at the same time this is happening, Stephen's very aware of this, because Mark's like, Mark's like, yeah, this is what happened. And, and Stephen's going, no, 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 he's taking advantage of you. He's totally taking, he's, he's seeing it from that, because Mark, Mark just piles it all on himself, including, you know, the death mm-hmm. of his brother and his mom and all this stuff. And Stephen's like, no, it's not. And that's when he says, uh, Kanchu basically says, rise, my moon knight. So we get the character's name. It's like, there's the name. There's the name, as opposed to Hawkeye. The Hawk. I did watch. I recently went back and watched the original Avengers. They make the name Hawkeye. Somebody says it at one point. I think Black Widow actually says it in the Battle of New York when everybody's running around. Hawkeye. It's like, hey, they said it. I, I totally missed it. We're like, he passed out. So the scales are balancing because of all this. Because there are scales everywhere they go. They get mm-hmm. to see the scales. He says, rise and live again as my Moon Knight. And basically, then, um, <laughs> so we hear animal sounds. They rush out to the deck. Now, what they see out there for some reason is they see some baboons on the deck, boat deck. My spelling of baboon was correct, incorrect, so my, my, my autocorrect says, babies on boat deck. So uh, they're babies. Well, they could be babies. Baby baboons. I don't know. I guess I must have spelled baboons really wrong. But uh, Hippo says, fear is spreading in the upper world. 
unbalanced souls are being judged or condemned to the sands before their time. So we don't know what's happening there. We don't know the length of time is going on. We don't know, has Harrow had months mm-hmm. to get this going while Mark's body is rotting? Or is it just mere moments and he's already doing this? He's, he's already applying the power that he's got of this. We don't know. I like also, the idea that they've gotten it. Also, uh, did he? Did Mark have the statue when he got shot or did he give it to Layla? I don't remember. I don't remember. Because that's a key thing. Because if Layla's got it, he can't use the power. Either way, I I think time is passing. Unless they go back. But then he's going like, to go back to a bill, bullet a rotting corpse. Well, we'll find out. Well, and he's also going to go back to a world where people are just disappearing and dying. And is that going to trigger any flags to any of the other? Not super- doing that. I know. I'm, Not I, doing you it. You know what I'm saying? What I'm yep. saying is uh-uh. if people are disappearing again, I think that's the thing. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's actually going to go back in time from the moment he was shot. That's my prediction. So they make the conscious effort that they have to return to Kanshu, even though they didn't want to. They said, hey, this is what we got to do because this is all on us. The hippo says, Osiris is not going to like this, but his gate is the only way back. So the boat turns. Osiris being the head guy we saw in the two episodes ago who led the Ewit, the Enid. We didn't actually see Osiris. We no, but we saw his, his, uh, through avatar, his avatar. Yes. And we heard him. So as they head back in to wrap up where they need to go, Mark just wants to talk about it, but Stephen wants to see the room. And... Mark is wants to know. So Mark starts freaking out, and he's slapping himself and everything, and he cuts. And then, boom, he's back to the office. And the first, if you look at his face, his face, I mean, his eyes are a little bit, you know, red from all the stress. But the nose break and all that, not there anymore. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. He makes a comment, hey, did you inject me with something? And the doctor's like, hey, we can't do that these days unless it's extreme circumstances, which I remember watching that going like, hey, you can't inject somebody. You know, I mean, I don't, at least I don't know. I don't get it. My knowledge all comes from movies and TV shows. Oh, I like when Debbie and I watch something and we go like, that's not real. And I go, I don't know. I've never. It's like hand grenades don't act like that. I don't know. They did on Indiana Jones. People don't oh, pass no. out when they get tased. Oh, maybe they do. Well, no. See, that's different because we see it, that, that you see on YouTube all the time or in videos. You can see people on tased. Go, but they don't, you know, that's different than some of the, the real deep science stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's how that works. Like, yeah, you're right. Tasers. Movies used to love to just they, the bad movies and TV shows still do where like someone gets zapped with a taser and they they get knocked out. We're like that that doesn't happen. You know it doesn't happen or it happens you know, one out of a thousand people. First, don't look it up. Google no, I'm not going down. Right, we're staying on we're staying on board here. We're staying straight. Get out. I it. picked up my phone and Jerry was like, no, 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 because he's gonna do it. He's and a, you'll prove me wrong. No, 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 <laughs> not about that. Yeah, just know we're gonna focus. Uh, Mark does Mark does touch his nose here and he kind of so that's the conscious effort of like. He's like, he knows something. That's, slightly different. And, I, and I love that they did that because it's like you're thinking about the script. You're adding these things in to kind of connect things. They know what they're doing in this show. Very brilliant. Well, stuff. let's tie into that a little bit because right during this scene when the doctor gives him a glass of water and they're talking about, you know, Stephen and talking about, you know, he needs to open himself up. Two times we cut to a view of the water and the glass shimmering and we're seeing his reflection looking back. And I'm trying to figure out why did they cut to that? Is he trying to look in the reflection to see Steven? Or is that somebody inside? Is that Jake or somebody looking back at him? We or, don't know because there's or, no change of it. Or he's looking every at time we see another, every time we've seen a reflection in the show, it's either Mark or Steven in there. This time, there's Except not. There's, when he was in the insane asylum, every time he's in the insane asylum, he doesn't. He just sees himself. But that's what I'm saying. This could be Jake, and Jake's not seeing one, of, and that's why this is a third personality, potentially. I like the idea of it's being a third personality because because they're they're out of the they're out of the way moments. Like you don't feel like they're in the episode. All of a sudden, it cuts to that, and you're like, why is it cutting to this? Is it in the future? Is it in the past? Yeah. Doctor Harrow convinces Mark 
to let Steven see the room. So we cut to the shot of the room. There's a couple of Dr. Steven Grant action figure and his trusty sidekick getting swept across the floor. And we're seeing a young Mark in there. I want to see. I want to see an episode of as the show. he trashes room a little bit. Well, we saw a little bit of it. I know we saw a little bit. Of it. It's that. Yeah, it's that early to. '90s Nickelodeon kind of feel to it to me. And I'm like, I could watch that yeah, just for nostalgia purposes. You'd watch about five minutes. You go, that's enough. Uh, that's yeah. a good story. They're not. Yeah, uh, and uh, right. mm-hmm. and also, you were seeing that Mark is struggling. We're hearing the mom banging at the door, and we see this is the moment where Mark creates Stephen. And Stephen, which you'll notice that Stephen, when the mom comes in. And obviously when the mom is going to beat the child, she's clearly beating Stephen, but he doesn't hear it or feel like when she's yelling at the door, he doesn't even see her. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of, remember, that's probably, I'd love to see that, like the mom's beating him. The kid's like, la, 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 doesn't bother me. Ah, I'm getting some. So she's beating him harder. Who knows? They don't, they don't play that out. I don't want to see like, that, but yeah. But I mean, it's like, what's, what's, what's happening in that right. end scene? It's like, is, is Stephen, you would think that Mark would be there. I guess, I guess my point is, is he says he created Stephen to deal with this, but that would mean that you would need to create a persona that would then be able to take the hits, they see it, and that would protect Mark from it. But Mark knows about it. He brings up Stephen, and is Stephen there the moment he's getting hit? I don't. I guess I get a little lost in the weeds. Is like, is Stephen the one taking the beating, and then he should know about it, or maybe we're seeing Jake comes in at a certain point? I don't know. I mean, that's probably a stretch. I just, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get an answer no. to that. Mark says you're not meant to see that. And they go, I mean, so that's the whole, uh, okay, what it was, is you're not meant to see that. Steven's like, you created me. And he goes, that's, in, in, and Mark says, that's the whole point of you. And he's like, what do you mean the whole point of me? You're, you're, you know, I'm there to be, you know, the, the safe haven, the, the, the good look. You're supposed to love the mother. You're supposed to have all of that. Which, again, I get a little lost why Mark would give up. I don't understand how it lays out, but I like it. And it's, it, here's another point where Steven goes, up to this point, I thought I was the original. Yes. And I'm like, how would you think you're the original? Because you're seeing all things from Mark's perspective all this whole time. What did how, how did he think Mark I don't was mind like? This. I don't well, understand no, how he did because that. This is, like, but again, but, but maybe it plays out because Steven really knows he's not the original. Because as we find out later in the scene coming up when he's the mom the mom phone scene, he knows it deep down. He knows yeah. it. And you gotta remember this is not two different people. This is a mind trying oh, to yeah. fix things. So it can be nebulous where it goes. I don't know. But, but I like the idea of Steven going, No wait, I'm the original. And this this reminds me of any time you see a cloning thing where it's like, No, I'm the original, like, no, look behind your ear. You're not the original. Like I love that kind of stuff where they finally realize it. And I think they did enough work on this and normally I would love to see more about like what does that mean for this clone or what does this mean for the other person you're not the original like where's your mind at it because of this but obviously we're not going to get we're not going to get answers to that and I'm okay with that because I think they did just enough with this his realization and how hurt he was that he was not the original yeah yeah no, I like it, that it, it hits and also I, one of the things I forgot to mention in the room uh, the poster on the wall for Dr. it says Stephen Grant uh, when danger is near Stephen Grant has no fear and then I also noticed on uh, one of the toys there was a Fisher Price toy version of a set of scales. So it's in the room already, but it's shaped like nice. one of the toys. That you know what it also, also reminds me of? That great scene in Vanilla Sky where he's up on the roof and then Kurt Russell is there. He's like, I'm real. Come on, man. And he's like, and I, I love that scene just oh, yeah. because he's like so convinced he's real, but it's in his mind and all that. I love that. Joel, you're in my mind. You're not real. <laughs> right? When I close my eyes, everyone freezes. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> Debbie's upstairs is frozen right now. 
I think there's and, a name for that too, by the way. It's like Truman. Yeah. Show, there's Truman. A, there's so another thing he goes is he says, uh, you know, I did this to help. You know, you you have a mom who love. You have a mom who you think is still alive. And that's when Stephen goes, "What do you mean still alive?" And he goes, "Dad called because of her shiva, which is mm-hmm. part of the funeral service or something about that in the Jewish religion. Which is also the first time the show that I'm noticing." Is finally acknowledging the Jewish heritage of the character because that's a. Uh, I think that'd be the first time the MCU is doing it too. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's trying to think of all the, 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 the all characters the don't shows. the characters don't necessarily go too deep into, but that is part of the uh, Mac the, the from back, Agents of Shield was. But very that's part religious. of the background of this particular character in the comic books was that he was Jewish, and so mm-hmm. it's nice that yeah, they're they're honoring that, uh, and all of a sudden. Then it gets to the point where Steven doesn't want to hear some stuff. So he's like, la, 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 I can't hear you. And then he's in Harrow's office, which is a funny scene because he throws the water right into Dr. Harrow's face, which means it's all happening right there because, you know, Mark was the one holding the water. It's not like a bunch of time. Throws the water in his face. We get the Ned Flanders joke, which I thought was really funny. And then we find out that Steven was the one who brought them to the asylum, according to the doctor. He's like, oh, I brought him here. You know, he was the one who made that choice, not Mark. And I don't know if they're going to really do anything with that, but he does that. Uh, and then we find out about the mother, and he's like, well, why don't we call her? And he's like, don't do that. And this, the acting don't here is, just, is yeah. so phenomenal. No, she she screens her calls. She, she is a telemarketer and stuff. And uh, It's almost like he doesn't want to break the innocence of himself. Like, oh, yeah, and, break, but he eventually he realized the innocence. mom is dead, and we hear the ringtone on the phone. Clearly there was no one there. I thought it was great. And then we cut back to the shiva of the mother and she's dead in there and the dad is looking out the window and being you know to go full circle with the dad son's there doesn't stop immediately and go run outside and go see his son because the father is garbage the father is garbage he's terrible i hate this guy because he doesn't do anything he's Mm -hmm. you know oh he did the birthday candle and blew it out but he's just a very timid whatever whatever they 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 didn't write him well yes uh, and this is all, this scene where Mark breaks down in the street, you know. And this is the street we saw earlier. Yes. So and then cool he turns back, back into Stephen, and he, he's Stephen. We know it's Stephen immediately, and Stephen's watching this, and he sees where he calls his mom on the phone. I'm lost again. You know, it's happened again, and we find out this happened two months ago. Mark makes the comment, so he's this is he goes. This is the moment where our lives started bleeding into each other. So this his mom died just two months ago. So this, uh, and then at this point we see a. Uh, a rumbling happening and then we realize that the boat is stopped so we go out to the boat a great overhead run shot where we see the transition from the street to there and we see that they're in there's the gates of osiris which the hippo had never seen that closed before yeah it looks awesome don't and, know if we're going to see any more of it but it looks awesome yeah but she says this well i think that's the way back he's going to have to go through well that. he's in the field of reeds at the end so i don't know they, they're going to go someplace there but reed richard will help yeah, him reed Rich- so the scales never balance so that means that the unbalanced souls will be coming to claim their souls and then we get this really cool fight mm-hmm. the effect is awesome it's kind of creepy when he punches the one guy's face off and it's it, very it, mummy yeah the, uh, the, the sand effects are really yeah. good uh, Steven gets into the fight, but then eventually Steven was, flies over. Well, that was, again, the uh, it's in the muscle memory. I can do that. Like it's, yeah. He knows how to do this. Does, instead of a baseball bat, he wants a cricket bat. Yeah. That was good, but then he goes overboard, and it's this tragic moment where Steven is left behind, and he turns into a stand. You know, so, uh, in th- yeah. This scene was actually pretty powerful for me, because you, because, you're, yes. Is Steven coming back to the show? I don't think so. I think, that, I think that's the end of Steven as a I character. I disagree. I think the character um, in the comics... And again, if this is a long-term show, this character, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the way they're writing it, but like I think, sure. I think the multiple, uh, the multiple personalities 
is integral to the character and why give up on but that? He has unless other, they, he unless has they, unless they want to do that, yes. But I will say that... And maybe, him, and maybe if they do that, his character of Mr. Knight will then show up later and be more like the comic book, which is more like a detective character. Yeah, that potentially. Would be cool. And I, I think, yeah, the Mr. Knight, I totally forgot about that. Like, you need Steven to be Mr. Knight, so but, but maybe, But it, it, by him not, by this being the end of the character, it's a way to kill off someone in the show without actually getting rid of any of the actors and all that. And there was an emotional scene to it. I did would like you have the been idea. emotional after one episode? The first, se- the first episode, you're like, can we get rid of the wussy Steven character so, we could, so well, we, could st- we could spend so much time with the cooler character? That would be my initial thought. But I agree with you. Mm-hmm. There was an emotional stakes involved when you left him behind because at that point you just spent so much time with him in the emotional journey Which that is, you don't want him to necessarily go away. But at the same time, you know, sharing personalities on a body, that's that's a tricky thing. And again, kudos to the writing and to the acting that you makes you care for a character dying and it's not really that, that actor is still going to be there. I also uh, read somewhere, and I thought this was an important thing to bring up, when he turns to... St- sand at the end i don't know stone or whatever he's in the same position as the mime or the 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 homeless guy his um i forgot the actor the character's name Craw- crawford craw daddy crawley 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 crawley, crawley. The, the, the way he has his hand yeah. out and he's posed he's posed in the yeah, same that's kind of cool i thought that was a really cool um uh observation. notice observation so yeah so he ends he's able to go the through. scales are balanced mm-hmm. and then we're told and then boom he's in the field field of playing reads. and we see uh sun behind him and then we go out to some egyptian uh, hip hop dance music, Sh- you know the credits. You know, there's so many images here. We've seen and we see sand yep. crawling. We see field at one point, and that brings us to the end of the episode. Your thoughts? Have they changed? Oh no, at all? it's good. It's good stuff. And th- I'm interested in your thought because I believe two episodes ago you were like, they need to have him in this costume. This needs to be a thing. If they're going episodes, they without did enough. It, this was enough of a backstory. This one, they, they, I would be more upset if the storyline was treading water, doing what. Oh, I sure. don't know. Picard does, where you just spend too much time putzing around as opposed to getting something done. Yeah, that's right. Star Trek Picard, get your act together. We are wasting time. You're talking about Picard's going... head and he's telling a story. It's just, it's like this is a, this is a, we're not seeing him, other than the little transformations he had, we're not seeing Moon Knight in action, but I'm okay with it because there is nothing wasted here. We're getting the full backstory or a huge chunk of the backstory mm-hmm. that I feel like, all right, questions got answered that were raised up in the first four episodes. But it's been two episodes since we've even, I mean, outside of the couple of glimpses, since yeah. he's had an action sequence in it. I know. And I know you were the big thing about this, but as I said, Luckily, they have Oscar Isaacs, who's caring. I can watch him. He doesn't need to be in the costume necessarily. And I think that's a good that's a good sign for, you know, Tony Stark looks great in the Iron Man suit, or Robert Downey Jr. looks great in the Iron Man suit. But it's like, I can watch Robert Downey Jr. as well. He's very, he's very um, charismatic on the screen. I like watching him. Yes, I do like him in the suit as well. But you, you want know, Spider-Man okay. to keep taking his mask off, or would you want Spider-Man flying around? Uh, with his mask? Uh, he's an interesting. I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man too. That's Dude, an interesting I one. I just watched an episode you want, last you, night of halo and it was like yes. that, that's, well, that's that the helmet different. on then he gets in a car puts the helmet on drives gets there takes, takes the helmet off. off i'm like i don't even care about it and i was mm-hmm. going annoyed by it yeah, it's like well, we want it's... the mask we want the mask we want the mask i'm not i agree you know, so i agree we've talked but about again that. I, that's why it's interesting to hear your opinion on this because they are not having him wear the mask and, two and i was okay now, with this in this episode because it, it was so, so engaging yeah. So it, you can it, do it. You can do oh, it. Oh, absolutely. They've done it. I'm mm-hmm. not disliking either episode. Would I like him to be in the costume more? Heck yes. If the final doesn't oh, have yeah. him until like the last second, I will be disappointed. Uh, now, here's a question of 
when you create villains that are, I'm sorry, when you create heroes that are action heroes, you clearly want them to fight. And I don't necessarily want him to be Batman who's just beating up thugs because that gets old really fast if it's not done really incredible. So you want to have a villain that has some weight to it that can come back in that respect. You know, that's why when Superman has to deal with Lex Luthor, he usually puts a power suit on mm-hmm. if it's a physical altercation. And so I want him. So maybe the character of Bushman will get introduced and be able to be fighting on a physical level. Not that that's the end all be all either, but I want some of that balance in the show because that's why we're coming to it. They're not selling this show to me at the very beginning or any show that way for that matter. We're at the front. We're going, oh, look, there's Isaac, Oster Isaac, and he's he's in a asylum and he's talking and there's two of them, three. No, no. They show us in the costume. And that's where we just sit there going. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. So. I, I'm okay with it in this episode. I thought this was a great episode. I, love, I really enjoyed talking about it again. And I just want to see the next one. I want to see a better balance. Bring that little bit more of that in there. Uh, because I think you've spent enough time out of it. Now it's time to overindulge. Sure. Spend too much time in it. Make me go, I wish I could see Oscar Isaac's face. I want that problem. Any predictions? You have uh, no idea where this is. I mean, I, I, I have believe a... the Bucks win okay. in the end. No. So I think I think Amit will show up. Right. The I believe they have the actress already. Like I think she, I think that. that well, so God then she is, can give her power to Harrow, and she, and then so Harrow could have a costume, and then he can, and he's gonna come back, and he's gonna have his costume. We might have a big costume battle, which is obviously something we want. Unless they, here comes the battle, and it's behind closed what doors. If, no, if, <laughs> no, 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 God, no, don't. Th- so what if because uh, Amit is normally portrayed as a female, if somehow the power of her gets put into Layla? So that she then is possessed of it, and she maybe becomes she's being used as a tool. Yeah, no, or a that's, puppet. I like that. I that's don't a good, know. That's I'm a good. Thinking... That is a good theory. I like that. Jake Lockley, I think is. I think we're gonna get some sort of thing, even if it's at the end of the episode. I think if anything, I mean, I, I would love to see it. I don't know, but in my head, one of those. I've I've watched enough fiction in all sorts of formats that like okay, here's how it can be. Is that'll be the comeback next season because we see like, hey, I'm not Mark. I'm jit. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, and I do think this is going to be a big action episode. If you take into account the other Marvel plus, Disney Plus move, shows, uh, WandaVision had a big action sequence Hawkeye. at the end. Hawkeye had a huge one. Captain uh, Loki had uh, it in the previous one and then true. sat and talked for the whole end. Uh, of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, though, had the big fight scene at the end of their, their season as well. And then the big speech at the end. Yes. We could do better. No, um, it, it's... It's uh, so I th- it, there's precedent sets for this being a, a big ending. So right. exciting, exciting stuff. It, so. And here's the other big bigger question: Will it overlap with Doctor Strange? It will not. <laughs> also, I did learn Doctor Strange has two end credit scenes, just so we know now. It's one mid credit end one, credit. One, yeah, one couple minutes in, and then one at the end. I like to know that now because I'm sitting in the theater, like, don't waste my time. Okay, good. All right. So that's it for here. The next one will be Moon Knight, followed closely by dr strange so we got two podcasts coming up and after that i believe we'll have a couple weeks before obi-wan kenobi yeah that's about it awesome all right thank you for listening i'm jerry i'm joel we'll talk to you next time